You've heard me talk about Tacovas, the company carrying on all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. Well, longtime listener Jeremy emailed me to say, Zabe, I was on a work trip to Austin, knew about Tacovas from the podcast, stopped into the store. Next thing you know, I've got a damn good pair of boots and I'm looking sharp with a nice buzz to boot. Giddy up. Tacovas believes in Western for all. And you can feel that when you stop in one of their stores and get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. If you can't make it into the store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 at Tacovas.com. Just use promo code ZABE, that's promo code Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, at checkout. It's a $30 value, and they sell out fast. Only at Tacovas.com. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10 piece Wick Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Watching any sport is a hell of a lot more exciting when you got a little something something riding on the game. But what happens when the season is over? And my bookie, there is no offseason. NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, boxing, heck, table tennis, MMA, and more. If they got it, you can bet it. If the games are being played, the line is on the board at my bookie. Just remember, where you bet, though, is every bit as important, if not more so than what you're betting on. That's why I tell all my friends to go to mybookie.ag. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big whatever, or these guys are in the market. Nah, Johnny come latelys. You want to trust them? Trust the bookie I've been working with for years, my bookie. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does it matter? Oh, I don't know. Maybe a million reasons. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. That's promo code ZABE and get your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. You bet, you win, and most importantly, you get paid with mybookie.ag. Today on the Zabecast, it's Andy Poland, the guy I once derisively called Good Enough Andy. A man who knows more Redskins history than anybody. Somebody who loved Chinese food, Tiger Woods, and 60 Minutes on Sundays. And a guy who taught me the word Meshuggana. Your bonus, uncensored 35-minute edition of the Zabecast is locked and loaded. So buckle up and let's go. Oh, here we go. A little bit of inside baseball. I had forgotten to text Andy over the weekend or Friday about, hey, you know, Sunday morning, uh, you available? Run it back, as we always do. And so I texted him at 10.08 p.m. on Saturday night. 
Didn't expect to get a response because Andy is an early to bed, early to rise, healthy, wealthy, and wise fella. But the time that I got your response, Andy, was shocking and a touch concerning. 4.17 a.m. What? what the living? What are you doing, bro? Well, uh, have you ever heard of the early morning pish? Doesn't mean I was up for good at that point. It was oh. just a pit stop there. So I saw the phone, and at that point, I decided, well, I'll respond just in case, you know, because we were then at that point, what, five hours, less than five hours from launch. So I wanted to make sure I responded. Andy, that's very good of you. Very diligent, and I appreciate that. So did you then go back to sleep after the 4.17 a.m. pish? Not for long, but I did get a little bit of a little more snooze in, yes. (laughs) Okay, good. And then, of course, you immediately went down, logged onto the computer, and poured over the entire National Football League draft that is now in the books. No, every player. Yeah, Yeah, maybe team by team, grades for each team, sleepers, (laughs) undrafted free agents. Well, you know, I, I was thinking if if you know a hell of a lot about the last three rounds of the draft, you are watching way too much college football. (laughs) (laughs) Right, or you're trying to flex way too hard about how much you know ball. Like, oh, I know this guy; he's going to be great. What a steal in the seventh round. Look, if Stetson Bennett winds up winning a Super Bowl for the Rams in three, four years, um, you know, a lot of people are going to say, well, <laughs> I had that. I mean, look at the, what a winner he was in college. I knew he should have gone higher than the fourth round. So Stetson Bennett was drafted. I forgot what round he went in to the Rams. I think it was the fourth or the fifth. I looked that okay, up. But which it, is yeah. kind of a reach. Did Max Duggan of TCU yes. go undrafted? No, he was taken. Oh, he, he was. was. Okay, yeah, later I, on. They take a flyer uh, on him. Right, right. right uh, Sean right. Clifford was picked by the Packers in the fifth round out of Penn State. He stinks, yeah. uh, objectively. I've seen him a few yeah. times, and I'm like, nobody thinks he's any good. He wasn't even invited to the Combine, but the thinking is he's going to be this big brain, you know, help out yeah. the young guy Jordan Love in in the locker room. And I'm like, don't they have coaches for that? Why do you need a rookie to be the the big brain? Like, we we don't ever want to have to play this guy, but he could really help Monday through Saturday. Well, there was a guy like like that named Todd Collins, who uh, was with the Chiefs forever, didn't play, uh, then came to the Redskins and actually took them to the playoffs one year. That was the uh, the year that Sean Taylor was killed. Yeah, playoffs. (laughs) Playoffs? Don't talk to me about playoffs. Well, they were out of it. So how did the commanders do? What grade, Andy, did you give the commanders? They took a kid who is literally 165 pounds soaking wet with with nickels. Rocks in his pockets, as as good old Ken Beatrice would say. Uh, This uh, Emmanuel Forbes Forbes Forbes. from Mississippi State who set Mm -hmm. the NCAA record for pick sixes. So he's got incredible yeah. ball skills, instincts, and everything else. But at a buck sixty-five, I think he is the fourth lightest listed NFL player. Right, and and he's also known to be a hitter. Now, is he going to be a hitter in the pros? Is you know, is 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 he going to a hitter? Off of- so so what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, you hit me at one sixty-five. I didn't even yeah. feel it. 
Right, right. Are you, you know, are you going to bounce off some of these, you know, two hundred and seventy pound tight ends? I don't know, but uh, this is this is what the, they they said. The reason they took him was because they've had an issue with turnovers, and he's a ball hawk. Okay, well, he's also somebody who would get run run over. I right. was thinking in open field, but. They're willing to take that. Bruce. I was thinking about the smallest, lightest guys to ever play in the league, mm-hmm. and I could not remember the name of the teensy tiny gizmo kick return guy for the Redskins, who ended up having his career shortened because he got stabbed in the neck during an off season. Oh yeah, at yeah, a yeah, bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah, he Banks, was. I think. Yes, Banks. Was Banks. Yeah. Yeah. He was uh, fast as the wind, but five foot nothing, hundred and nothing. But he was a kick returner, meaning yes. he didn't have to tackle right. anybody. Right, didn't have this to tackle is... anybody, didn't have to, you know, play, right. you know, first, second, third down. Yeah. Now, our guy, Daryl Green, who we did a radio show with for two years. What did he play he, at, 185? Well, he's listed, he's listed at 5'9". We know him as really, I mean, I, I, I'm I 5'9". And it seemed like <laughs> I was taller than he, he is. Uh, but he was listed at 180 when he played. So, you know, and and that's a guy who ran a supposedly a four one five or something like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, you, look, speed makes up for a lot of things, including size yeah. and weight. So and he played for, 20 years. He's yeah. durable. Yeah. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Although there's things now that are things now that would have never things then that would never happen now. Yeah. In the draft. Like, for example, this blew my mind because I had either forgotten it or might maybe I didn't even know it. Like, a couple things. Things that would never happen today. Remember when Ditka traded his whole draft (laughs) with the Saints to take Ricky Williams and then bragged about it saying, we got Ricky Williams, we don't need anyone else. Right, right. Hey, they were on the cover of ESPN the magazine with Ricky wearing a wedding dress. <laughs> right. Would that ever happen today? No, I don't. Well, first of all, I don't think you would have a team where the coach, who's who's mainly known for making commercials and uh, playing golf and smoking yeah, cigars and right. being the guy who won the Super Bowl with the Bears of '85, with the defense that was run by Buddy Ryan. Buddy, and, right. Yeah. You would and, never and, see a yeah. team. First of all, you never see a team relinquish full draft control to a coach. No, no, that's the point. I mean, unless it's Bill Belichick and he's got, you know, some a lot of hardware, not not one Super Bowl. So, yeah, and the Saints were looking for some publicity at the time. Um, and so you know, they certainly got it with that. But uh, that's one of the dumbest things you could possibly do. Trade, Another, trade all your, all your plays yeah. for a running back. You know, nowadays, <laughs> now you take a running back in the first round. I don't care if, if he's the next Walter Payton. You say, Phew. What are you doing here? You don't take a running back. In the, but they took two of them in, in the first 12. They did. Uh, nothing you would not see today. A team missing its pick like Minnesota did with Mike Tice. Yeah, but didn't didn't Miami pass on something in the first round? I think there was something like that. I don't, did, I'm, maybe I'm missing you something. You mean this year did they do that? This year, yeah. There was something. Maybe they had an option on a pick or something. Really? There was something. Okay. Yeah, uh, things you would never see today that happened in the past in the draft. A player simply refusing to play for a team and forcing a trade. Pay, uh, uh, John Elway was the first to do yeah. it, and then Eli Manning pulled that power move with the Chargers. Why yeah. wouldn't a quarterback now go, like, why wouldn't C.J. Stroud say, I'm not playing for the Texans? You kidding me? These guys are clowns. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess you'd have to be one of those guys. I, 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 I mean, 
you know, when, you, when you're talking about Eli Manning, he was pretty much the consensus number one. Did we really have a consensus number one this year? No, but I mean, Stroud was one slash two. He wouldn't have had the juice to go, look, nothing personal, but this is an organization that doesn't have any idea what they're doing. Look at the right. coaches they fired. Look at the players they've traded. My God, no. Like, yeah. I don't know why the dan- dynamic doesn't exist anymore, but you, you don't see this anymore. It's not going to happen, I think, in the modern NFL. Well, you'd, you'd have to have the right guy. I mean, it'd have to be the perfect storm. You know, okay. if, 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 if you had, say, an Andrew Luck talent, that type of talent coming out, he'd have, that, that's what you'd have to have. Right. And then here's the one that I either forgot or didn't even know about. In 1986, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers drafted right. a well-known running back out of Auburn University by the name of Bo Jackson. They drafted him one slash one top of the draft. However, Bo refused to sign with the team after he felt betrayed by owner Hugh Culverhouse for misleading him during the draft process. The Bucks ended up whiffing on the first overall pick as Bo never played a down for Tampa. Yeah, well, you know what the the what he was misled on, don't you? You know that story? No. Okay, so Bo Jackson, as we know, is also a great baseball player. And he was having a hell of a senior year playing at Auburn. He was hitting like 500, sure. had like 10 home runs. And the, uh, the Bucks, who had the first pick in the draft, said, hey, we want to fly you in for a physical before the draft just to, just to make sure. And he said, is that an NCAA violation? And they said, no, we checked. It's not. It's all good. So they flew him into Tampa, has his physical. He's getting dressed for a game to play baseball. And his coach says, that, Gee, uh, I'm sorry, Bo, but uh, your eligibility is gone. Uh, that was a violation by getting on a private plane oh, to go down to Tampa. Wow. And, he sa- and he said, it's not that I won't play football, but I will not play football for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If, if they had traded his rights, everything might have been different. He might have gone right into the NFL because – you know, he signed a minor league contract to play for the Royals. He was riding the buses to Memphis uh, for for you know half of a season, and then his rights went back in the draft. And Al Davis said, hmm, well, "They're not going to eat that. I'll I'll take it." And <laughs> and, and uh, that's how he wound up playing for the Raiders. But the Buccaneers never traded him, and they just hoped that he would get over it and come play right, for him. Right. But they lost his rights the following year. Since he right. didn't sign with them, he went back in the draft, and Al took him. Like, that is an unthink Things like that, along with Ditka trading away his whole draft, are yep. just stupidly inefficient. Like, mm-hmm. teams finally wised up and said, hey, this draft is not like a joke. It's the most efficient way to add cheap talent to your roster. So let's take it seriously. Mm-hmm. To which yeah. now, to which now they've they, they've probably gone overkill because I'm looking at all these teams in their war rooms and how the New York Giants spent I don't know how much money on a war room that's like super state of the art, 42 TVs, these giant U-shaped conference tables. <laughs> I mean, that's a bit much, I think. Well, they, they have they have disposable income. You, you, you oh, may I have know. noticed that the contracts for television are quite large now. So. You know. I know that. Uh, however, some some teams are more willing to spend on top-rate facilities than others. Ahem, ahem. Seeing yeah. as how Kirk Cousins wanted to watch film on Mondays when he was a Redskin, they didn't have room for him because they built Dan Snyder and Bruce Allen uh, offices big enough to have putt-putt contests in. <laughs> 
And so they cleaned out a broom closet and put a laptop in there and said, there you go, Kirk, here's your film room. So not everyone is dedicated to the best facilities as everyone else. That said, the spectacle of the draft is incredible. It is unbelievable. When they take those wide shots, or I don't know if it's a blimp, but when they show you 200 and some thousand people gathered around to watch what? I mean, you know, (laughs) what what are they doing? (laughs) Right. Not only that, but they get people to play the part. Classic case was Friday night. I was stopping by my parents' house. My mom was kind enough to pick me up at the airport down at Reagan National, and Mm -hmm. I stopped in to say hi to the folks. We turned on the draft because the Packers were about to pick. I wanted to see what was going on. And that's when the selection for the Arizona Cardinals came up. And they zoom in on what purportedly was two Cardinal super fans. They were these platinum blonde, middle-aged, late 30s, early 40s women, very good smiles, who are all giddy with anticipation about, you know, who are the Cardinals going to take. And they draft this guy, B.J. O'Dolari, and they erupt with near orgasmic delight, the two of them. And my mom says dismissively, oh, please, like they have any idea who that is. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, are they are they sitting there with their draft breakdowns of, of, of what he did? And yeah, it, it, it is. It's, it's baffling. I had Mel... Kuiper on, you know, uh, on my show a week or so before the draft, and and we talked about this, and he's, you know, he's as he's as baffled by it as anybody else. But he was the one at the beginning who said, "Hey, this is a big deal." And they go, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. When, and and ESPN when they went to the NFL to to ask if they could televise it, Pete Rozell didn't want to do it because right. he thought that nobody would watch it; it would be an embarrassment. And ES- ESPN said, "Look, we don't know, we don't care, we just need anything, something, yeah. anything to cover." We're right. dying over here. We started this all sports TV cable net network. We have no idea what we're going to show. Please let us film it. We'll we'll figure it out as we go along. I was able to recreate through the miracle of DVR, plausibly live, the moment in my parents' living room when the Cardinals selected this guy. Take a listen, Andy. The Arizona Cardinals select BJ <laughs> You're saying they don't know who that is. <laughs> really? <laughs> you think that's a fake reaction, huh? And there it is. <laughs> They've always wanted BJ Ojolari. Right. And they're just two Arizona Cardinals super fans, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's so funny. That that is that is classic mom. That is my mom being the grade school teacher still, yeah. even though she's retired. She sniffs out bullshit so quick, it's funny. <laughs> Well, she should be doing one of the alternate broadcasts. They ought to have her in like the like the Manning cast. Let's have the let's have the Zabe. How about you and your mom with an alternate channel? Like you know, you're you're analyzing the draft with your mom, and and she can say those kind of things, so people go, "Yeah, you're right, Mrs. C. You're you're right on the number there. <laughs> Way to go! You really nailed it right there." If 2024 is the year you're jetting off to a new country, or even just want to expand your language skills beyond English, then I urge you to check out Rosetta Stone today. 
Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years. Why? Because it works. Instead of drilling vocabulary words, with Rosetta Stone, you learn by matching audio from native speakers to visuals, reading stories, participating in dialogues, and other practical language skills that fast-track your ability to communicate fluently. Not only is it a more effective way to learn, it's more fun. Rosetta Stone's advanced voice recognition technology gives you feedback on how well you pronounce words. Other language learning apps use speech recognition to detect what you said. Rosetta Stone tells you how well you said it. Rosetta Stone offers 25 languages with lessons available on your computer, phone, or tablet. And with a lifetime membership, you get forever access to all the lessons for all the languages and never pay a renewal fee. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, ZabeCast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Watching any sport is a hell of a lot more exciting when you got a little something-something riding on the game. But what happens when the season is over? At my bookie, there is no off-season. NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, boxing, heck, table tennis, MMA, and more. If they got it, you can bet it. If the games are being played, the line is on the board at my bookie. Just remember, where you bet, though, is every bit as important, if not more so than what you're betting on. That's why I tell all my friends to go to mybookie.ag. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big whatever, or these guys are in the market. Nah, Johnny come latelys. You want to trust them? Trust the bookie I've been working with for years, my bookie. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does it matter? Oh, I don't know. Maybe a million reasons. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code CHARLIE, ZULU, ALPHA, BRAVO, ECHO. That's promo code ZABE. And get your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. You bet, you win, and most importantly, you get paid with mybookie.ag. Not all war room scenes, though, were cheesy and manufactured. Some, I think, were heartfelt, such as this scene in which the Dallas Cowboys selected the son 
of the head of their scouting department. Chris Vaughn is the head of the Cowboys scouting department, and he made the call to his son, Deuce Vaughn of K-State, to tell him he was now a Dallas Cowboy. Take a listen. Hey, buddy. Hey, it's going good. This is Dad. My phone wasn't working. Look at here, man. You want to come to work with me next week? <laughs> I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> I, got, I got somebody want to speak to you. I got somebody want to speak to you. I don't know when I've been speaking for everybody that's really in the heart of the Dallas Cowboys is standing here with a tear in our eye. We're so happy to have you on the Dallas Cowboys. I can't thank you enough. Well, what I really want to say, you earned every ounce of me being able to make this call. I'm so excited. There's just something magical about this moment that may be bigger than we even realize here talking to you on the phone. But you is now a Dallas Cowboy. Your daddy just handed the card in right here. Yes, it's got him on it. Congratulations. Hey, Deuce, Mike McCarthy, congratulations. Well, what's up, Coach? I appreciate it. Well, I'll tell you what, I've mean, been doing this a long time. This, this is so special for you and your father yes, and your family. And if you can, if you could uh, make sure you, you drive, so make sure your dad's on time for work, we'd appreciate it. <laughs> I can do that. Okay. I can do that. Deuce, man, congratulations. One of the coolest things I've ever seen in football was your dad making yes, that call. Sir. Thank you, brother. Thank you. So proud of you and your family. Thank you. That is, thank you. All right, that's some good shit right there, huh, Andy? Even amongst uh, let, us grizzled, you know. Let me not let me not rain on this parade. Oh boy, but, here we but go. Let, let me say that the pressure on Deuce is ratcheted up because if he's not good, what are the fans going to say? Well, his dad's the director of scouting. That's the only reason they took him. <laughs> so you know that 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 you know there's a little more pressure playing in Dallas than anywhere else because well, of that. Th- there there's that, and then of course he's a running back, and we all mm-hmm. know how running backs have become utterly disposable in this league. Right. Look at DeAndre Swift, who had a several nice seasons with the, the Lions, although he's been hurt a bit. And they're like, yeah, fuck it. You know what? We're going with Jameer Gibbs now, a rookie. And then they're like, we're going to trade DeAndre Swift, and they found everyone going. Ah, maybe a fourth rounder for him. And they're like, come on, he's a he's an RB one, and every team's like, but you're trading him, and so yeah. I think the Eagles got him for a song, basically. But that's how disposable these running backs are now. Yeah, and and you want to reset the clock on the rookie deal, not right. just and also mileage. It, it's like it's like trading in a, a year old car for a new one because it's going to run better, and the depreciation isn't. Uh, you know, isn't as high. That's that's running backs wear out, and by the yeah. time they wear out, they're ready for a new contract. And they go, nah, sorry, you're worn out. We'll get somebody else. Can't wait for uh, <laughs> can't wait for Jerry to be like, ah, I'm sorry, I got to squeeze you, Deuce, on this contract here, but uh, <laughs> you know, we're we can't afford two running backs. I had to let Zeke Elliott go, <laughs> so right. this feel good moment now. We'll see where it is in three years, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it was nice though. It's it's good stuff because look, this fucking dad was with his kid every step of the way, all along the process, and now they're together on the most iconic program, most iconic franchise in the NFL. Pretty cool. Yeah. Stuff. Oh, it's great for now, you know, but the honeymoon won't last forever if he's not great. Yeah. Speaking of that, NFL life and how quick it goes, here's just a smattering, Andy, a smattering of veteran free agents currently available on the open market. You can just go buy one of these guys right now. 
negotiate a deal. Zeke Elliott, Matt Ryan, Leonard Fournette, Melvin Gordon, Kareem Hunt, Jarvis Landry, Frank Clark, Marcus Peters, Melvin Ingram, Robert Quinn, Adrian Amos, and that's the tip of the iceberg. There's probably 50 more whose names you probably are like, oh yeah, I've heard of that guy. That's These were the names of the league five minutes ago. Right, and this, this is why the NFL players have never really been able to mount a, a really strong work stoppage against the owners because careers are short. You don't want to forfeit a year or to do something you know that, like that, and that's, that's the problem. And yeah. there's not much they can do about it because for exactly what you point out there, that they're, you know, you're a star one day and then the next day you're, yeah. you're looking for work. You know? Two two things that I always thought, just being an observer of the league and how it, the players get pinched, that they should have gone after hard in their collective bargaining. Two things and two things only. One, the franchise tag. Kill that with fire. Because even though the team, Demora Smith once said, well, it only affects five or six players a year. But it could affect any player is the point. It's a sword that hangs over any good player who's about to become a free agent that a team wants to go, hold on a second. You know, this is why Lamar Jackson wasn't able to just walk out the door on the Ravens. Exactly. They said, well, you know, and they, they even did the one where they had let other teams talk to him. And apparently nobody did. We're because- right, because they would have to clear all that money, make an offer, rearrange their roster, and then possibly have it matched by the Ravens. So nobody wanted to bother to do all that. Or this, giving up two first-round picks, which, as we've just been talking about, are more valuable than ever because they're yeah. cheap. The second thing is every rookie is mandated to sign a four-year minimum, five-if-you're-a-first-rounder contract that cannot be renegotiated until you are three years into it. And it's the most insane thing because let's say you're a running back, like say, you know, Deuce uh, uh, Martin, uh, who gets misdrafted and you're a third rounder when you really should have been a first. Guess what? Too bad. This was the uh, Albert, um, who's the running back for the Redskins with uh, RG3 2012. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Not Liddell Betts, but yeah. Al- Alfred Morris. Alfred Alfred Morris was running for a thousand yards a year and he was like a sixth round pick and he was making 585 grand. Right. Had he been able to say, right. Had a running back, if running backs could say, look, other players, quarterbacks, they can sign a five year deal all they want. That's a different breed. We're running backs. We're going to sign a two year deal and then we'll see after two years. That'd be much smarter for a first or second round running back, but they're not even allowed to do that. Right, and and they wouldn't they wouldn't happen anyway because Mike Shanahan showed the way that they're disposable. You can plug in just about anybody if right. you've got the right blocking and the right offense. Yeah, that leads us to the old fifth year option, which is now being talked about for. Uh, well, it was talked about for Chase Young for the Commanders, but apparently the team has said, "Yeah, nah." Yeah. How do you think this is going to play out? That the former one slash two. Right? He was one slash two. Right. How do you think it's going to play out for this guy now that the commanders have said, we're not sure about you after this well, final got, year? They got two defensive ends who are going into the last year. Him and Montez Sweat, who was drafted the year before. Late first. And 
was that he was a late first they traded up to get him yeah, yes but, but this, at this point it doesn't matter no, you have no. two defense two defensive ends one of them is going to get paid and that's what they're doing they're there and you know two years ago those those heckle and jekyll there we're, we're talking about setting the all-time record between the two of them for sacks and 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 jace young had a sack and a half and got hurt missed the rest right. of the year and I don't know how many Sweat had, maybe five or six. I mean, sure. it was a joke. And so what they're saying is, okay, one of you is going to survive, and, and you show us. And more than likely, the Ron Rivera staff is going to be gone next year. So the embarrassment of uh, letting the number two pick of the draft walk four years later, eh, that's going to be on somebody else, not them. But if Chase Young has a big year and they don't want him to leave, they would have to franchise tag him. They could do that, yeah. Which is what they did uh, with uh, with the with this other tackle that they just uh, just resigned. And um, once you franchise tag a guy, things can go south quickly in terms of people's mood about do I really want to stay with this team? It just seems risky to me. Yeah. It seems but, like if you're in for a dime, you should be in for a dollar. Yeah, it's a it's a big number. It's like twenty million dollars, I think, for that fifth year. That's seventeen and a half for him. Yeah, but I mean, but so but here, but buy, here's the thing. buy into it. Give yourself an extra year. Give yourself some goodwill with the player in case he he does rebound, and then he's more willing to sign a, a decent, reasonable deal with the team. You're going to piss okay. him off this way if he's any good. Well, so what? So what? You know, you'll well, get, you'll get I, some... the, the so what is like you're betting the don't pass line in craps. Yes, it's I, I, a legitimate bet. Some people do it. But it just doesn't seem to be much fun. No, no, it's not much fun, but that's that's the league. And, and look, he it's a two-way street with him. You know, he hasn't been all in with them. That's he, true. Uh, he, he had a so-so first half of his rookie year. He was very, very good in the second half. Earned defensive rookie of the year. In the offseason, he's making commercials. He's uh, playing the family feud. And, and the whole story is, oh, yeah, he's in touch with his coaches every day. And he's working out. Yeah, sure. Is he working out the same way? Is he learning the scheme? No, he's not learning the scheme because when the season starts, he wants to do his own thing, and he's got a sack and a half before he gets hurt. Then he has a knee injury, and look, you know, I'm not a doctor. You don't know what it is, but it it sounded at the time like it was a fairly routine ACL. And in most cases, he was hurt in November. In most cases, they make it back for the following season, early at least. He didn't play until there were three games left in the year. Does it sound logical to you? No, no, I I hear your argument. There's solid arguments. So uh, we'll see on that. And, of course, they only passed on potentially drafting Justin Herbert that year because they already had Dwayne Haskins. And so this will just go down as yet another thing in cursed franchise history. Right, but a franchise that has never done anything the right way for the last quarter of a century. So it fits right in. Okay. Um, Speaking of the fifth-year deal, one more thing. Packers have a decision coming up on Jordan Love, who is now the starter up there in Mm -hmm. Green Bay. And Brian Gutekunst, their general manager, was asked, is there any reason not to pick it up? And he said the following, which perked my ears up. Quote, it's a lot of money for a guy who hasn't played, but at the same time we're moving forward with him. And I'm like, oh, that is rich. He hasn't played, and he has been the best of good soldiers about it, not raising a stink once. 
Right. If I'm Jordan Love, I'm hearing that going, I'm sorry, but fuck you. I've wasted three years of my career where I could have been playing at least somewhere else, at least two years you wasted of mine, that I'll never get back, my age 22 and age 23 seasons. You can say, well, you'll make it up on the back end when you're 39 and 40 like Rodgers did. There's no guarantee of that, okay? These are prime years that Jordan Love is missing on to be a, 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 a pupil behind Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers, and then the team turns around after playing this game and says, well, I don't know. It's a lot of money for a guy who hasn't played. That would make me pretty fucking pissed. Well, there, there's an old uh, Sam Levinson story that's uh, kind of like that. And uh, the, the, it's a big family. They got like eight kids, and they don't have a lot of money, and they're having uh, another family over for dinner. So the mother tells the kids, when, the pass, when they pass the chicken around, say no thank you. So the kids dutifully do that, and then at the end of the meal, the mother says, all those who wouldn't eat chicken don't get dessert. You don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. In other words, she told them, because of the finances, don't eat the chicken, because we don't have enough for everybody. Oh. And then when it came time for dessert, it was like, oh, they were being belligerent and not eating the chicken, therefore so they don't she, get dessert. So she tricked them. Well, yeah, but she also... Why would, also she, why would she do that? Because uh, it's the same philosophy that you're doing here. You're saying, well, he hasn't played a whole lot. Oh. Well, he couldn't play a whole lot because he's playing behind Aaron Rodgers. That's, that's well, my point. Okay, I, I, I get it humor, now. I I, no, no, I, I get it now. It's You know, sometimes these, these contradictory truths mm-hmm. take a while to understand. For example, I'll never forget what our old friend Larry Weissman, USA Today NFL writer, once told us about some backup quarterback he said oh yeah i talked to a a a scout he said he'd be a great backup quarterback as long as you don't have to play him that's todd collins (laughs) and i said i said okay hold on a second so then why is he a great backup aren't isn't a good backup somebody who can play in a pinch if you need him to otherwise there's no point in having him but as i thought about that comment over time i'm like yeah it makes sense he feels like a safe backup but my god you do not want to play him yeah well and that was pretty much the case but collins proved that wrong for he played pretty season. good Yes. When he, yeah, when he, when he took the team to the playoffs. Yeah. yeah, You want to keep it short on that. All right, let's get some NBA in here. LeBron James is alive. And yeah. reports of his demise have been apparently greatly exaggerated. Is he the same stat-stuffing super superstar he once was? No, but he's got a pretty good team around him now. That finally Rob Palinka, who was decried as an idiot when LeBron was wearing a GM hat, has once again reasserted control of the team and has put some pretty good players around LeBron who are not his buddies or former stars like Russell Westbrook. Right. And, and also what, what's happening to the NBA right now is the regular season has never become more meaningless than it is right now. And you got guys who don't even show up for games anymore. And then once you're in the playoffs, it doesn't matter what seed you're, you are. You're a different team. And that's that's the Lakers. They were a scuffling team most of the year. Anthony Davis always hurt. Now they're back, and they're a threat to win the NBA championship. And it never used to be that way. It used to be, oh, yeah, the top seeds, they win almost all the time. Occasionally right. there's an upset. Not anymore. It's, you, you, you remake your team basically in March. The team you put together in March could be totally different than the one you trot out in November. 
totally. it also it also doesn't hurt that they ran into the most mouthy and yeah. unaccomplished team, undisciplined team probably in the entire league or certainly in the West, the Memphis Grizzlies, who did this act last year, running their mouth and then getting bounced early. They did it again this year with guys like John Morant saying uh, to Malika Andrews, well, who do you think you have to go through in the league? And he goes, Celtics. And she's like, nobody in the West? And he's like, nope, I'm good with the West. It involved Dylan Brooks calling LeBron James old and then having a completely disastrous series. So this was the perfect team for a focused Laker opponent to put in the garbage can. And and John Morant, who was the subject of a big investigation by the Washington Post of, you know, just just awful stuff. And somehow he got himself back on the court. But that's that had to be a distraction for them. He's a great player. But he's obviously got some real issues. And then the gun thing, which, you know, could have resulted in a suspension had it been handled differently. Or a long suspension, yeah. And so yeah, they were they were a distracted team, and they boy did they go out neatly, you know. Yeah. That said, by forty, Jesus. That said, I know you follow at King James on Twitter and Instagram. Did you see uh, what at King James tweeted after the series was over? Yeah, he, Dylan he, Brooks. He went after. I, I'm looking at it right now. You want me to read? Unlike it? unlike you, little emoji with expletives over it. I'm going to put bitch in there because we can. It's a podcast. Unlike you, little bitch, I'm a grown-ass man. Big shoes to fill, bitch. Grown-ass pants. Probably hustled with your pops. Go ask your parents. I don't know what that means, Andy. It's apparent you're staring at a legend who put a little bitch in they place before trying to eat without saying they graced before the king. I don't know, Andy. I guess the kids like this stuff. I look yeah. at it and I cringe. I do too. I, I you're 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 almost forty years old. You're almost a middle aged man, LeBron. <laughs> you know, and, and there's an old saying: don't stop to step on piss ants. And and this was a first round series against some mouthy guy. Right. Move on. Just 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 let him let him keep chirping and move on to the next series. Yeah. It's uh, but it's the modern world we live in social media modern player we're never going back like i always wonder if jordan lived in a twitter age would he become insufferable on twitter no you don't no. think so I, I don't think so no I, I i think i think he i think he didn't operate like that i think he he wouldn't be on twitter i think okay i would hope so he was of course i mean Today's players, today's young players are just a product of their environment. They've grown up with the internet. Right. And the next generation has grown up with the internet plus social media. So they're in a way completely fucked because they don't know a world other than that. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I, I don't think he would have done it. That's just me. Last one here. I have been derided over the years, Andy, as saying my ideal Lottery winning is approximately $5 million before taxes. Mm-hmm. So let's call it $3 million even after taxes. And people have said, are you nuts? Why wouldn't you want four, five, six hundred million, or even bigger with these Powerball payouts? And I said, too much money. And people laughed at me and said, what do you mean too much money? And I said, did I stutter? Too much money. I have the perfect, I think, uh, smart guy analysis of why I'm vindicated 
Jordan Peterson had this very comment on a recent podcast. I want you to take a listen and tell me if you agree or not. I'd be happy if I had $400 million. It's like, you think you could handle that responsibility, do you? Like, you're so sure of that, that all of a sudden you'd have all this money dumped on your... You can't even control your household budget. Mm-hmm. You live from paycheck to paycheck. Now you, somebody's going to dump a treasure on your steps, and that's going to fix your life. It's like, okay, how much are you going to give to your relatives? Like, none? Oh, that'll work out real well. Too much? So then you're going to take away their responsibility from them, are you? Mm-hmm. And you're going to get that balance exactly right? And then what are you going to do with that money? Because as soon as you got the money... The parasites are going to come in and take your money. Happens quickly, believe me. It happens unbelievably quickly. Yeah. You know, you'll see, well, the average family fortune lasts three generations. Mm-hmm. That's all. Because money sitting around, not mm-hmm. being carefully monitored, it's like water. It just it's, disappears. It's, 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 How about that, Andy? Do you agree? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean. So, what's your you ideal know. lottery winning? If mine is five million before taxes, what would you like? That would be fine. I mean, you know, I've I've reached the point in my life where I am financially secure, thank goodness, uh, and I don't know what big changes I'd like to make in my life. I don't want a yacht, uh, you know. I mean, what 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 do I want? Right. That, that you know, I mean, uh, this is this is the life that I've lived for a long, long time, and I'm not really interested in making dramatic changes in it. I mean, I've been working a long time for security which I now have. Yeah. So what else is there? No, it's a beautiful thing. Living within your means, being able mm-hmm. to create a budget, stay within a budget, and not being tempted by shiny objects or expensive mistakes, you'll be a rich man even if you don't necessarily earn a lot per year uh, once you get to a certain age. And I applaud you for that. But uh, yeah, that's my perfect answer because he's right. You get a pile of money that size, you have to manage it. And you have to yeah. manage people who become crazy saying, you have $400 million. Why can't I have $1 million? I'm your cousin, brother, aunt, uncle, somebody you know that's now uh, crippled in a wheelchair. Help me, please. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look at Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett lives, has lived in the same house that he bought in like 1965. Uh, and he, he does not live extravagantly. He flies coach. And he's knows how to handle money. He's, right. he's worked his whole life with money. But it's more importantly, like- people aren't coming at Warren Buffett asking for money because he made all of his money. When right. you have money that lands on you by luck, such as the lottery, people feel totally different about asking you for a chunk of it because they think, well, he didn't deserve it or earn it. And right. so they come at you. Nobody's coming at the CEO of a multi-billion dollar company asking for money. And he knows how to handle it because he built it up along the way. He's got the skill set to do that. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a man of simple means and I'm not looking to change that dramatically. Fine. It's a rainy Sunday in the DMV. Enjoy your simple rainy Sunday. We'll figure out something to do indoors today, it looks like. And yeah. we'll turn the page to May. Andy, always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. Right, Jeff, take See you, care. buddy. And when someone else instead of me
Watching any sport is a hell of a lot more exciting when you got a little something-something riding on the game. But what happens when the season is over? At my bookie, there is no off-season. NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, boxing, heck, table tennis, MMA, and more. If they got it, you can bet it. If the games are being played, the line is on the board at my bookie. Just remember, where you bet, though, is every bit as important, if not more so than what you're betting on. That's why I tell all my friends to go to mybookie.ag. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big whatever, or these guys are in the market. Nah, Johnny come latelys. You want to trust them? Trust the bookie I've been working with for years, my bookie. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does it matter? Oh, I don't know. Maybe a million reasons. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code CHARLIE, ZULU, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. That's promo code ZABE. And get your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. You bet, you win, and most importantly, you get paid with mybookie.ag.